Hi, and welcome back to Peaceful Home Birth. In today's episode, I'm reminiscing about one of my home births and the important lesson I learned that impacted my life in all areas. I'm also talking about the word that the Lord has impressed on my heart for this new year. I'm praying that this lesson and this word will encourage your heart as well as we are entering 2024. All right, let's get into the show. Welcome to the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, where your journey to a joyful and empowered birth experience begins. I'm your host, Allie McLean, a registered nurse, home birth coach, devoted wife, and proud mother to four incredible kiddos. I've walked the path from trauma to triumph, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. At the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, we're more than just a show. We're a community of dreamers, believers, and fearless mothers-to-be. If you're seeking to reclaim your birth story, to transform fear into confidence, and to embrace the beauty of home birth, you found your tribe. My own transformative journey began with a traumatic C-section, propelling me on a quest to uncover the power of home birth. And now I'm on a mission to help you rise above your past, prevent needless C-sections, and stand firmly in the certainty of your dream birth. As a devoted follower of Jesus, I believe that His divine design for birth is inherently good. It is a reflection of His love, strength, and grace. If the dream of home birth has been planted on your heart, know that it's there for a purpose. And I'm here to stand with you as you pursue it wholeheartedly. In a world filled with racing thoughts and doubts, I'm your guide to taking those thoughts captive, making them obedient to Christ, and replacing them with the liberating truth. Together, we'll navigate the challenges that lie ahead, finding not only freedom, but also unbridled joy on your path to motherhood. This podcast is a haven for the woman who has faced the darkness of a traumatic birth and has questioned whether home birth is within her reach. Here we shatter those doubts. Join us for illuminating interviews with remarkable birth workers who share our reverence for the sanctity and splendor of birth. Listen to inspiring women as they recount their triumphant birth stories, each a testament to the strength that resides within you. So whether you're just starting to explore the world of home birth or you're already on this radiant journey, the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast is your sanctuary, your wellspring of knowledge, and your unwavering support system. Get ready to be inspired, to be empowered, and to embark on a path that leads you to the birth you've always dreamed of. It's time to experience the Holy Spirit's power, to embrace the beauty of birth, and to create a legacy of love and strength. Are you ready to transform your birth experience? Let's dive in. All right. Well, I am doing this episode today because it is my daughter's three-year birthday. And I'm so excited just to reminisce a little bit and have this space to think about her birth story. It seems like every year that one of my children gets older, I spend the day reflecting and my body even feels like it's processing all over again sometimes. I know with my first birth where I had the traumatic C-section, there was many years and she's almost going to be eight this year, but uh, there was many years where I was feeling that I was reliving so 
much trauma and just disappointment and all the, all of the things and I've been able to heal and I have found amazing modalities to help me do that but thankfully this birth that I'm going to be sharing with you today was a very positive one and yet one that I learned a super significant lesson that I want to share with you all today because this is not just, it didn't impact just how I birth, but it impacted my motherhood, the way that I do my job, um, the way I am a wife, a friend. So it really did impact so much my life. And that is, that's why I do what I do. I talk about birth because the lessons that we learn during our experiences are carried throughout our entire life. And I would just hate for anyone out there to be missing out on these amazing lessons and the amazing growth that can come when we really submit our dreams and desires to the Lord and allow him to do the work in our hearts that he needs to do. So I'm just going to do a quick recap of some of those lessons that I learned And you can listen to more in episode 47. I go all in uh, sharing her birth story. So if you're really into that, go ahead and go listen to episode 47 first, then come back here. This was three years ago today. So I have taken this lesson throughout the last three years. I've learned a lot since that episode and I just am excited to share with you what that is. So The number one lesson that I learned was surrender. And I think you will hear this quite a bit when it comes to birth stories, but it became so much more real to me in the moment. And I'll tell you why. So she was due on New Year's Eve and I had gone way past my due date with my last baby. So I was very much expecting to go past 41, even to 42 weeks. And I was fully prepared for that. But on her due date, I ended up having a very big gush of blood. I was woken out of my nap. I thought my water broke. It was blood. I didn't quite know what to do. I was a little bit panicky seeing that. And so I just did a moment where I practiced Uh, just tuning into my body and tuning into the baby and seeing, you know, if she needed anything. And if I needed anything, I got in the shower. I felt her moving. The bleeding had stopped. It was just a gush and then it was done. And so uh, I listened to baby's heart and all was fine. So in that moment, kind of started that process of I'm really having to tune in. I'm really having to surrender my plans and my desires to the Lord because in that moment I was faced with, well, what if I have to transfer? What if I have to have a C-section? And all of these feelings from previous births were coming up. So this is where the surrender started. And I ended up having two full days of waking up between one and four in the morning of contractions. So it was so frustrating to me and also a little nerve wracking, uh, just not knowing why that happened, what was going on, what it was going to be like. And finally, I ended up going to labor on January 2nd. And she, uh, I invited everybody 
to come over and if you've been around here for a little bit, you know that I love community birth. I love having wise women surround me, women who have been in birth, who trust birth, who trust me. And we all have this very beautiful bond and respect and we just know each other intimately. And so I invited them over into my space and I quickly realized that I had a plan for this birth that I had not fully submitted to the Lord. And it was becoming evident because of how grouchy I was. So I was realizing uh, after I had labored, they, they came around six in the morning and about noon is when I realized that I was falling apart. I was grumpy. I was not enjoying things and it wasn't even because I was in pain. The labor wasn't really that bad at that point, but I had just expected this is my second home birth. It should go much faster than this and it wasn't progressing like I wanted it to and I was just mad. (laughs) I was just feeling a lot of emotions. So we had done all the things in the morning and by noon, my friend came in. She said, one, I have two questions for you, Allie. One, is there too many people here? And two, are you too much in your head? And that second question just triggered something in me. And it was like, that's it. I am way too much in my head. I am logically overthinking this. I am trying to control how this labor is going. I'm trying to conjure up these contractions. (laughs) I'm trying to make labor do something that it doesn't want to do right now. So everybody left. It was just me and my husband and we were able to have a really great time just bonding together. So we watched a movie and then the contractions in between. Um, We would pause the movie. He would read a Bible verse like during the contraction and then I would restart the movie and it was like nothing ever happened. (laughs) We ordered Panera and we ate and it was just a really nice time. I actually really enjoyed that moment and after this movie uh, we invited our my chiropractor to come over. She addressed me and she, she left saying, I bet you're going to have a baby within four hours after the adjustment. And she was right. I ended up having a baby within five hours. So it was really fast. After all of that time, um, you know, being grumpy and just trying to control labor, which we know is just, it doesn't work. Like That's not how it was designed. We're, it was designed so we can rest and release and surrender completely to, um, to this process that the Lord created, that he designed, that it was good. And we can submit our dreams and desires and just trust him that it was going to go the way that it needed to go. In fact, I had pushed for two and a half hours with my first home birth. So I didn't really quite know what to expect, but I knew that once I got to the pushing part, I was going, I was so excited because, um, it felt like a sense of relief to start pushing. So I kept waiting, waiting, waiting. It wasn't happening. And, um, I was getting a lot of pinching pain along my C-section scar. And so of course I'm getting nervous. So I ended up, uh, asking for a cervical check and that was something 
previously I would have been adamantly against. Like there's absolutely no reason and it was almost a sense of legalism. Like if I was to do this, it would not be a good birth. Like it would ruin the birth and so I I just couldn't even believe I had gotten to this point where it's like this is what I wanted. And what I realized was the stories that we have been told don't, it's just a belief that we're believing, right? And so I had had this belief, which was dictating my decision to not have a cervical check. And it was creating this super long, drawn out, exhausting, mentally, emotionally draining thing. But when I finally said, you know what, let's try a different option. Maybe getting a cervical check isn't going to ruin my whole birth. Like so many people get one during labor and it doesn't ruin their birth. They're not traumatized. And what I also learned was a cervical check doesn't have to be so invasive or, uh, I don't, I don't know the right word, I guess, just invasive. It doesn't have to be traumatic. It doesn't have to be, um, this terrible thing. In fact, when, um, my friend did a cervical check, she saw, or she felt a little bit of cervix. And instead of forcing the lip around the head, which is terribly painful, Instead of doing that, she just touched my cervix and just told it what to do. Like, you're melting away. It's melting away. And it really did. And within about five minutes, um, the cervix had melted away completely with no pain. In fact, it had taken away the pain that was on my C-section scar. And then I, we both felt a major kick or punch, we thought it was a kick, and my water broke on my bed, (laughs) and it was crazy. I I thought it was a kick for sure, and so that would have meant um, my baby was breached, and so in that moment, I'm just frozen still, like, oh my goodness, I don't know what to do, and then she fell through my pelvis. I jumped off my bed, leaned on the end of my bed, and her head was right there at my perineum. And I just breathed and I breathed her out. And it was the most amazing entrance. I caught her. I felt her. I pulled her up to my chest. It was like everything I could have ever hoped for and so much more. So during that time, I had to really learn that my story is my own. I should not be comparing because you're going to hear so many things. You're going to hear, you should do this. You should not do this. You um, should hire this person. You shouldn't hire anybody. Like all of these different opinions on how to do birth. Okay. I have done birth a few different ways. (laughs) And what I'm realizing is the comparison trap that some women can get into, especially in the natural birth world, is draining and it's not beneficial for anybody. So that's why I love to do what I do and it's just discovering the dream that is on your heart. Because when we do that, I believe God places dreams in our hearts for us to walk out. 
walk out in faith. And it's amazing that when we uncover the dream of birth that he's put on our hearts so many times, it happens almost exactly how we had dreamt it. And it's amazing. That's not manifestation, you guys. That's literally God placing something in your heart, aligning his will to yours and or your will to his and walking that out in faith. It is a beautiful, beautiful gift in the way that he operates. And again, this all goes back to surrender. So if he gives us good things, we should be able to trust him enough to offer that right back to him. He's a good father. When you know his character, when you know his design, when you know uh, that you can trust him with everything, then surrendering becomes so much easier. And this is something where you're going to have to learn how to surrender so many different things in your life, right? So if you can do it during birth, it's going to make doing it during your life so much easier because you would have learned that lesson already. It's not easier. I mean, it's not easy, but it does get easier when you know the Lord and his heart for you. Now, surrender is important again for every woman. And I really dive into this when I'm working with my clients because it is a very important aspect of birthing at home, especially in the culture that we are in. They the culture tells us that home birth is scary and reckless and uh, terrible, selfish, all of these things, right? And so we have to ask ourselves, what if something doesn't go the way that I have hoped for or dreamed for? Where is my hope at? Like, am I making birth an idol? I would say if you're having trouble surrendering your experience to the Lord completely, where you can find that peace that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay because I am resting in his plan for me. And I know that whatever happens, he's going to work out for the good of those who love him. And I love him, right? So if you're having a hard time doing that, I would just ask you, like, go to him in prayer. Have, pray Psalm 139. Ask him to search your heart. Know your heart. See if there's any grievous way within you so that he can start healing that. Write a letter of surrender to the Lord. So what this can look like is writing out your dream to him. This is what I have dreamt of. This is what I want. But then Lord, here, I'm giving it back to you. I know that you are ultimately in control, that you love me, that you want what's best for me and surrender it to him. Give that letter to him. And the last thing about surrender, this is the anchor that confidence comes from. So your confidence is resting in the amount of surrender you have given over to the Lord, right? Because he ultimately is in control. So therefore you surrender and that's where you can gain confidence. So if you're lacking confidence, again, I would just ask yourself, have you surrendered your dreams, your desires, and your plans to the Lord, whatever that may look like? All right. So that was my little sermon on 
<laughs> the lesson that I learned three years ago with my sweet, sweet baby. But this is the word that I have. And maybe this is a word for somebody out there as well. But the Lord has made it very, very clear that the word for this year is intentional. So intentional means making deliberate choices to reflect what is most important to us, right? So we can see this in 1 Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So when we're intentional, it tells us, it calls us to live our, our every day lives and everything we do to the glory of God. So that whether that's just living out your motherhood routines, whatever you're doing, or it in like significant bigger events such as birth, <laughs> we seek to honor him in everything. So when you're being intentional, you know what you're doing and then you're surrendering those to the Lord as well. So this all kind of wraps up into one, but ultimately we want to give him the glory. And I know this is not just me. I see it all over, but women really do tend to try and be all things to all people, right? We wear so many hats. We're a wife, we're a mom, we're a business owner, we're a friend, we're a house cleaner, we're a taxi driver. We do so many things. And all of them do take a, they do need some intentionality behind them to do them well, right? So this year, I am really working on being an intentional wife, an intentional mom, and an intentional business owner. I want to be able to look at my days and know this is what I'm doing with intention behind it, right? Because that is how um, I show the importance of what I have in my life. It is so important to me that I have a wonderful husband. It is so important to me that I have been blessed with four children. And it is so important that God gave me a business to speak into women's lives and encourage them and help them prepare for home birth. So there is a sense of intentionality there that does show the importance. So this, why is intentionality helpful? Why, especially in pregnancy and postpartum? Well, I kind of went over that where it does um, reflect the importance in our lives, right? But it can also help with having a positive mindset. So I have just started, I, I'm taking uh, Chelsea Joe's Systemize Your Life course, and it has been revolutionary to me to realize that what I'm putting in my day, uh, what I am, you know, intentionally planning for that day. Uh, yeah, it just helps. It helps me so much seeing it all laid out. But then I'm able to look at it and instead of waking up in the morning and having this negative mindset of, oh my goodness, I'm not going to be able to get anything done today. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm so overwhelmed. All of those negative things that come into your mind that can really dictate how your day goes. Instead, I'm able to have a positive mindset saying, I know exactly what I'm going to do. It is laid out. I am going to do it to the best of my ability, to all glory to the Lord. I have intentionally set out my life so that I can show the importance of things that are there. And um, my mindset around my days have dramatically 
increase. It's been amazing. It also helps with setting goals, right? So if you don't know where you're going, how do you know how to get there, right? That's why goals are important, but goals aren't reached just by accident. You don't just have a peaceful home birth by accident. There are steps that people go through in order to have a peaceful home birth. There are steps people go through in order to get healthy, right? So this is where I have been doing health audits with prenatal women and it has been amazing to see, okay, discover what their specific goal is. Everybody's going to have a different goal, especially during pregnancy for their overall health. Everybody has a different life. So it's been fun to kind of take an audit, take a overall look at their lives and see, okay, this is where you can improve, right? So it helps with nutrition and stress management and movement. When you can take an overall look at these are the areas of my life, this is a goal that I want to improve, and this is how I'm going to get there. But it takes intentionality. It takes scheduling that in. It takes knowing what your goal is. There's so much that goes into it. And again, all comes back to the intention of behind it. So if you need help being intentional, I would highly, highly recommend investing in a coach or in courses to help you. Again, I have invested in coaches and courses and it has helped my life be way more intentional. And that has benefited not just the specific goals that I'm trying to get to, but overall. It has improved my marriage, my motherhood, my homemaking, uh, my work. And so where you put your money is where your importance is, right? And it will help you be intentional when you invest. So investment, intentionality, and importance, all all of those are connected. I need to do a a sermon (laughs) about the three I's. I just decided that's what I'm going to do. So are you needing help being intentional? I submit to you that if you're having a hard time even figuring out what your goal is or really getting down to it and preparing intentionally for a peaceful home birth, hire a coach, invest in a course, be intentional. It has dramatically impacted and improved my life and I know it will do the same to you. So if you are ready to take that next step, maybe, just maybe, (laughs) The Peaceful Home Birth Program is for you. And this in this eight-week coaching program, we will work one-on-one together. We're going to discover what the dream is for your birth that God has placed on your heart. We're going to figure out together where you're at and where you need help with the most. So then you can get help with the mindset, the nutrition, the emotional, the mental support, all to help you get to a peaceful home birth. Now, the amazing part of this program is that it has a triple backed guarantee. So there is absolutely no reason to not take this step towards being confident and prepared and a thriving mother. So apply today to PHP and then also you get to secure a spot in our July peaceful retreat. There are only four spots left. This retreat is going to be 
so amazing. It is in a dreamy cabin, private wooded property in Iowa. It is absolutely gorgeous and I just know you are going to love it. So this is from July 19th to the 21st. Find your tribe, learn about birth, postpartum, be filled up and renewed and surrounded by just amazing women who are ready to pamper you. So if this sounds like this is something you want more information on, go ahead, fill out an application, schedule a call with me, and we can work together to see if PHP and this retreat are going to be a good fit for you. All right, I'm excited to see what 2024 is going to bring, how surrender and intentionality are going to change your life. And as always, friends, peace be with you. I hope you loved today's episode and found it so helpful and encouraging. If you did, would you take 30 seconds to leave a review on the Apple podcast or send this episode to a friend who has been praying for a peaceful home birth? Lastly, make sure you get my free download of my complete home birth essentials checklist. Make sure you have everything ready to go so you're able to feel at peace and confidence leading into your home birth. This printable checklist has all of the important but less glamorous or thought of items that I have found to be so incredibly helpful to have at a home birth after working with many clients in person. Now get it by clicking the link in the show notes. And as always, thanks for listening and peace be with you.